Hello and welcome to the International Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Taylor, and on the podcast, we discuss all aspects of technology and life in international schools, with new episodes live every two weeks. We focus on people who are currently working in schools, and we talk about life in their current country and dive into some specific topics. The podcast is brought to you by Acer for Education. People always ask what Chromebooks we recommend and what Windows laptops we recommend, and after trying literally all of them, we always recommend Acer. If you'd like to get more info and try out some devices, please just go to gg.gg forward slash Acer Education. That's gg.gg forward slash Acer Education, and we'll get right back to you. Also, the podcast is brought to you by Apps Events. We're a Google partner. We work all around the world. We've just got one piece of new information right now. This is in, in January 2021. We're a G Suite Enterprise for Education partner. That's Giuseppe. This is a bunch of premium tools available to people using Google at their schools. We can help you get set up with a free one-month trial. So please check out the link in the show notes, and we'll do that right away. And now, on to the interview. So we're going to move forward to our final session of the day, and I'm going to drop in the chat here the bit.ly, but it's also, um, oh, it didn't show up on the screen, but it's in the chat. So it's bit.ly slash edtechwithlisa411. And I just wanted to talk to you for a little while about the different certifications that Google offers. And, you know, we started, Google started with the certified teacher, now innovator, and, and now, um, and now there are five certifications um, for educators. So we've got level one, level two, we've got the certified coach, trainer, and innovator. And I wanna run through each of those five certifications for you quickly. Again, you can go to that bit.ly slash edtechwithlisa411 um, and the deck is there for you. And you can also go to the link that's on the screen. So that edu.google.com slash teacher center. The teacher center has some phenomenal courses, uh, digital citizenship, some coding, I, everything you could possibly think of. Um, all right, so level one, for those of you that don't know, or for those of you that need a refresher, right? Level one is meant for folks that are looking to um, prove, prove, you know, by taking the exam and passing the exam with a score of 80 or higher, um, their knowledge base of Google tools. And it's mostly the core suite. Uh, you can go through the teacher center. There are 13 units there, or you can go to a partner like Apps Events and take a boot camp with us. Our boot camps are nine hours. We'll be launching some with uh, U.S. time zones pretty, pretty soon. And yes, Peggy, they're pretty googly, but they're also Apps Events colors. Um, you can go at your own pace, though, in the teacher center. It'll take you about 12 hours to move through. It depends. If you already know the tool, you'll move through it very quickly. If it's, you know, you don't know what you don't know and you come across something you weren't familiar with or didn't have an occasion to use, it'll take you a little longer. The exam costs $10. Um, if you go with a partner, they'll typically give you a voucher for free. Um, and then you have up to three hours to take the exam. It's uh, the first part of the exam is 25 multiple choice questions. I always recommend only give that an hour and then guess and mark them for review and go on to the scenario-based activities. Um, 
again, um, it's pretty much just about the tools for the level one exam. And here's what's going to get covered. It's a lot. So look at this list here. I'm not going to read it to you. Look at this list here and, you know, think to yourself possibly, oh, Google Keep, I really never used it. Well, you would want to be familiar with Google Keep before you took that exam. So that's a good reason to go through the teacher center or to take a boot camp with um, one of the partners. Um, Notice on there, YouTube and Google Groups uh, are on there, even though it's just the level one. So it's it's outside of just the core suite of Drive and Classroom and everything like that. Um, if you fail the exam, you can take it a couple weeks later, um, and then it you know, and then if you fail that, you can take it a month later. Um, yeah, so but you won't. All right, level two. Level two is more about the pedagogy and less about the tools. So you need to know how to use the tools, but it's talking about, you know, flipped learning and blended learning and um, hyperdocs and things like that. Um, so it's more about how do you use these tools with students? Same thing in the teacher center. It's set up with 11 units. You can go through your own pace. It's going to take you the same 12 uh, hours, unless you're super familiar with all of the concepts and tools. Um, this exam is $25. So uh, it's a little bit more. Again, you go through a boot camp with a partner, they're going to give you the voucher most likely. Same thing, th one to three hours, 25 multiple choice, and then scenario based activities after that. Here's what you get covered on level two. So it's gonna go over all of those core applications, but it's also gonna be looking at Earth and My Maps and Google Translate and Scholar and Science Journal. It's really like a little bit of everything. Jamboard's on that exam now, Blogger's still on that exam. Um, so you need to know quite a bit about a lot. So, you know, I always recommend just keeping in mind that you don't know what you don't know. Either you didn't weren't aware of the tool or you just never had the occasion to use it. So um, always either, you know, don't just launch in like Kim had said, you know, way back in the beginning of the webinar, like I just sat down and took the exams, which is great. And I would totally recommend that, you know, sometimes for level one, if you feel like you're a proficient user, but level two, you absolutely have to go through and see um, what's there. So before we go on to the trainer, actually, let's go back for a second. You know, you're going to register for that exam a few days before you want to take it. They're going to send you temporary credentials. You don't take the exam in your Google account. And I always recommend signing up for the exam using your personal email address just in case you switch districts because that happens to a lot of people and once you take that exam you want to be able to access that account so sign up for for the exam with your personal account um, that would be my advice so um, you sit down uh, you have to have your webcam on if you can hardwire that's great um, otherwise have really strong wi-fi uh, camera has to be on the whole time and um, you can get up during the exam. You need to use the restroom, get a cup of coffee, whatever it might be, let the dog out. Um, just make sure that when you come back, it's you that comes back to sit in front of that camera. <laughs> All right. So certified trainer. Certified trainer out of the other three certifications, this is the most attainable because Google's mission really is to have a certified trainer in every school in the world. And, and, and I think they're, they might be getting there. There's 
thousands and thousands and thousands of us trainers. There is an exam that you need to take for the application. It's seven units in the teacher center. It's going to take, you know, maybe eight hours for you to go through or less. It's a $15 exam fee, and you have 90 minutes to take this exam. It's multiple choice only. There are some exam questions on there, you know, about the admin console, just kind of, you know, levels of sharing and nothing too technical. But if you go through the um, the teacher center, you'll see um, what, what types of questions they'll be asking. Um, but for the trainer on that exam, you're going to be looking at, you know, as I mentioned, setting up a domain, very simple, you know, not too technical, uh, delivering training, de developing a trainer plan. Like this is a, this certification is for someone who provides professional development outside of their district, like at conferences like today, but also in their district to the staff that they work in. The application, well, you got to com complete the, the trainer well, you can complete the trainer course. You don't have to, but the application asks you for the passing score of your skills assessment. So that's that 90 minute exam. You must have both level one and level two. Now, when you submit level one and level two in your application, and it's not a Google form, you actually log in and create an account in a portal. And in that portal, you don't have to do your application all at one time. So as you obtain these different things, you can go ahead and upload them as you get them. Um, level one and level two is not the badge that you can find by going to Google Images. It's the actual PDF of the certificate that you earned from passing those exams. Um, okay. And then you've got a three-minute video. That first minute of the video is your opportunity to boast about yourself um, with enthusiasm, be articulate, plan it, script it, or at least script it so that you have an idea of what you want to say before you hit record. And then the second and third minute are a tutorial. So you might use Screencastify or Screencast-O-Matic or the new Chrome screen recorder, right, if you have access to that yet. And then you edit that all together and submit that video. Um, make sure when you submit your materials to this portal that they're viewable by anyone with the link. Because if you submit, you know, you put your video up in YouTube or Google Drive and you make it private, then your reviewers aren't going to be able to see it and you're automatically going to get denied and you'll have to resubmit. Then you need to list your five most recent Google trainings. These need to be Google trainings, um, not on third-party applications, but something, you know, within the G, it's not G Suite anymore, it's Google Workplace, but the Google Workplace suite of tools. Um, you need to submit a case study. The case study talks about one training that you delivered. Um, what was what was the resource that you shared? You have to share feedback about you, uh, you know, a link to a sheet. Maybe you gave them a Google form to fill out and you have to reflect on what could have you done differently. What went well? What what didn't go well? And you have to do some writing just about that one specific training. Um, in order to maintain your trainer certification, you need to submit 12 minimum, minimum 12 trainings a year to the Google EDU app, which I'm going to talk about in a little while, um, because you'll be listed in the EDU directory, which I'll show you a screenshot of in a moment. Um, 
it's really important that if you apply to be a certified trainer, that you can ensure that you're going to be able to do 12 trainings a year. Um, and that probably means going outside of your district and presenting at conferences, ed camps, things like this. Um, contact me if you're looking to present. I'm always looking for new qualified presenters. Certified coach the newest of the Google certifications. Um, this started out as a program with digital learning pro um, promise, and uh, then Google kind of took it back under their wings, and Amanda is the program lead for this. She's phenomenal, um, as is May, is the program uh, lead for certified trainer. They're really great. Um, so uh, I actually just saw a question in the chat. It cost my Cross my attention, those one-to-one -one trainings are not professional development trainings for trainer. Um, you'll actually have to list how many people are at that training. If you're doing a lot of one-to-one, -one, then you want to apply to Certified Coach because the Certified Coach program is designed for folks like me, actually, that I work one-on-one -on -one with teachers all throughout the day, every day. And you have to submit a hundred hours of one-to-one -one coaching per year in the activity app. Now that might sound like a lot, but if you're in, uh, if you're in a position similar to I am in my high school, I did 25 hours just in January. Now February and March weren't as busy, but um, you know over the course of the 10 months of school, that's just 10 hours a month and you probably do that with your eyes closed if you're a coach or a facilitator or something like that. Um, there is a unit of study, that you are required to go through in order to apply to be a certified coach. It's um uh it's in an LMS and everything. It's not it's not actually the teacher center. It's kind of um, off uh, in an in a different type of environment. You can go at your own pace. There's quizzes as you go throughout. There's reflections. It's chock full of resources. And the whole certified coach program is based off of this, you know, five-step process. So first you, uh, you identify what the issue is with the person that you're coaching. Then you investigate different ways that you can approach that issue. Then you select a strategy. Then you implement the strategy. And then you reflect on how that implementation went. And it's your role as an applicant to show that you use this five-step process to work with the folks that you're coaching. And then as a certified coach, when you submit your 100 hours, and you typically do that once a month so that it's not like completely overwhelming, um, but that you show that, you know, well, this was the stage of the process. This is the strategy that I chose to help this educator through it. And, um, you know, ultimately reflect on, on um, how that went. Uh, there is no exam fee. The The exam is free. You have to get, I think, a 70 or more. You will. Don't worry about it. You have 45 minutes to take the exam, and I believe it's 45 multiple choice questions. What's covered? So as I said, it's that five-step coaching model. Um, the uh, units of study that you're going to go through talk about 
team building and coaching and how to build relationships and what impactful coaching looks like and impactful use of technology. Um, that's been really tough this last year because we were all in like panic, must make everything work mode. And it wasn't originally about impactful use of technology. It was about how am I going to reach my students in this remote environment, right? Um, and then to develop your coaching toolkit, the things that you use um, and even even to collect your data and how you work with the teachers that you coach the application so for this application you must complete the coach curriculum online um, they'll have a record of it so you have to do that you have to pass that skills assessment you must need you must have both level one and level two and just like trainer, you have to upload that certificate into the application. You also must submit three artifacts. The first artifact is um, interactions with teachers. So like I kept, um, I kept running notes with one of the teachers that I was, you know, was part of my original cohort. I kept running notes. I had met with them a total of 26 times in an eight week cycle. So it's someone that you're working with on a regular basis, right? The next one is that data and analysis. You're gonna collect um, some information in the beginning of deficits, um, also what that person's looking to learn and what the goals are for your building. So you're supposed to work with your administrator on that this you know maybe the goals is you know to focus more on assessment so that's what you're spending your time working on with that specific educator and then a bright spot story so share something great that happened with that specific teacher I mean that, that's a wonderful thing to do and if you have the opportunity you should be sharing those things all the time within your community you're also going to submit a three to five minute video and a letter of reference from one of your administrators. So this really needs to have buy-in from the administrators that you report to or that you work with. And then again, you have to submit 100 hours a year of one-to-one um, -one coaching to maintain your certification. Certified Innovator, the most competitive certification to get because it's not a matter of just an application or an exam. There is no exam for certified innovator. Now, right now they, they did a quick pivot, right? Because innovator academies were face-to-face -face and you had to be accepted and there were 35 educators accepted per uh, academy. Thanks, Peggy, <laughs> per academy but um, you had to pay your own way to get there. And then you got to hang out at Google and, and with your cohort and everything. Right now, everything's virtual. They don't know how long it's gonna be virtual, but certainly for 2021, right? All right, so first you have to find an academy. Applications have to be open. It's not a rolling application. You apply per academy, and if you're not accepted to that academy, you can apply to the next academy that you're interested in. You need only level two. Don't worry about level one. Don't worry about being a trainer, a coach, any of that. Just level two, a knowledge of the tools and the pedagogy. And then um, as, and I think uh, Natalia was talking about her innovator project at the beginning of the webinar, um, you need to identify a challenge to solve in education. All right. Uh, you'll need a 90 second video, demonstrate your online reach on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Blogger, whatever it might be. Um, and you have to interview a teacher or student about what that challenge is. The benefits, 
of all of these things, except for level one and level two. So this is for, and you'll see in my little screenshot right there, um, you'll see this is your, you use the activity app for certified coach, trainer, and innovator. You get listed in the EDU directory. You get put into a non-disclosure um, agreement group. So you get to know about things that are being released on Google before they actually get released. You get opportunities to network within those three groups, whichever one or more you might belong to. Opportunities to present at Google events or on behalf of Google. And this is just great for your resume, your LinkedIn, your social profiles. If I go ahead and I click on that, um, we'll go ahead and if I click on that, like this is my EDU directory, it shows my badges, it shows, you know, my resources listed there and my areas of expertise. Um, and the last thing that we want to talk about, oh, and, and we made it. So we made it right on the dot. We've been going for two hours and 14 seconds. Um, I don't see any other questions. I think I got the questions on um, from the chat about certifications. Thank you so much for joining me and Apps Events and Natalia and Kim and Mary Ellen uh, today. We really appreciated you, whether you're here live with us right now or you're watching this in the archive. Um, you can find me on Twitter at EdTechWithLisa, and also my website is EdTechWithLisa.com. Um, I've enjoyed uh, talking with you all today, and I hope that you have a fantastic day. Thanks so much, everyone.